Third down and 13. A little bit of pressure. They pick it up. Quick strike. And then keeping his balance is Slayton. And he takes it in. Manning's going to take another shot downfield. And he's got something working with Darius Slayton, doesn't he? What Eli comes up with here. Downfield, wide open. He's got him again. Manning to Slayton. Score it. Third and goal. Pressure to the end zone. He catches it. Does Zach Wentz to the end zone. Wide open. They did it. Zach Ertz. Eat that W, Philly. And that was a disgraceful performance, in my opinion. We threw that game. We gave it away by doing that. We gave them the friggin' game. In my opinion, that sucked. What's that? Uh, playoffs? Let's talk about it. playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. It's stupid. All right. Good morning, everyone. This is Tanner Martin starting off this morning with Team Chris Thack. Max was unable to be here this morning. Yeah. Got a few things to talk about, including a two-game winning streak by the 76ers and an we know it's ugly hard. win last night by the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah. Hey, T, we won a game. Yeah. We are tied for the division lead of the NFC East. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't care. What? I really don't. Nah, come on. No, we're no, right no. there. No, no. Listen, listen. We're, we're right I, there. I, I don't care, okay? I just don't care. I am pissed off. Why? All right. Look, what happened? Look, first off, first and foremost, okay, I'm sick of this team. I'm sick of the hope that everybody keeps trying to convince me that we have. I'm sick of it all. All right? I'm tired at this point. All right. I had to stay up till 1230, 1 o'clock in the morning, watching that game go into overtime against a 2-10 and 10 team. All right. And then on top of that, that was some of the worst defense I have ever seen played by our defensive backs. I am so serious. You know what? You know what? This is since this is going to be our last show of the year. Uh-oh. You know what? I'm going to crown it right now. Oh, as you guys all know. I crown every year what I like to call the 2019 uh, Burnt Toast of the Year mm. Award. I have a so, I know who t- this is going to t- be. For any new listeners, would you like to explain the award? Sure. Absolutely. I'll explain the award. The 2019 Burnt Toast Award goes to the absolute worst defender um, at the position of cornerback or safety. So, with all that being said, <laughs> all right? Your 2019 reigning, defending, undisputed Burnt Toast MVP goes to number 21, Ronald Darby. That was absolutely ridiculous. I'm sorry. Really? I'm sorry. <laughs> that I, did I not. I couldn't help it. I couldn't help it. <sighs> Just, just quick applause. Uh, just, uh, just, it was I, embarrassing. I, embarrassing is an understatement. But let's start with the offense. Let's just let's let's calm down. Let's start with the offense. Carson Wentz finally gets to get a certain monkey off his back. He brings the team basically by themselves, by himself from behind against, to win of the game against a two and ten team. Well, I understand two, that two and eleven, now. but it's still a familiar uh, familiar opponent that you see twice a year. Yeah. I understand what y'all are saying. T, at one point, the only healthy wide receiver that Carson once had was Greg Ward. Ooh, yeah, that's another thing I got to get into. Um, what was behind the idea <laughs> of only dressing three wide receivers? Like, who thought that, would is, that was a bright idea? It was 
one wide receiver and just three tight ends most of the game. Yeah. Yeah. Like seriously. That's pretty bad. No, seriously. Like whose idea was it to only only dress three wide receivers? Oh my it's goodness. Stupid. I agree. It is stupid. Like you got Alshon Jeffrey who looks like he's made of glass and it looks like he could have possibly tore his Achilles last night. So I think he's done. And we're not going to see him in an Eagles uniform ever again. All I right? wouldn't mind. I, I wouldn't. To tell you the truth, I wouldn't mind. T. I'm kind of sick and tired of uh, Alshon Jeffrey. I, honestly, yes. I, I will agree with you, Tanner. Because of the simple fact that, you know, all the rumors come going around about him being a cancer in the locker room, even though he's a silent guy, doesn't say anything. I don't want to get into all that. But I will say this. I do think some of the problems do stem from Alshon, especially <laughs> considering how much we're paying him to be the number one right receiver on this team. And he hasn't performed this year. And he looks honestly slow, and he can't stay on the field. Yeah, we can pay that money towards somebody else. So I don't mind not seeing Alshon Jeffrey in the Eagles uniform. Honestly. Wow. Wow. Uh, listen, straight up. Look, I want winners. Straight up. Okay. okay. I mean, I'm sorry. He's helped us win before. Yeah, that's the problem. Before we're always looking at the past. That's the issue. That's the main issue of this season. That's been the primary problem. We are the third oldest team. The Philadelphia Eagles are the third oldest team in the NFL. Are they? Third oldest. I'll be honest. I didn't know that. Yes. That's a problem. When you can't draft talent and develop that talent to play on the field, that's a problem. When you keep bringing back retreads, signing 30-year-old players because you want to stay loyal to them because they brought this city something that this city never had, that's a problem. Mm. I understand loyalty to a certain degree, but it's still a business at the end of the day. And sometimes in business, you have to make a business decision, and sometimes it's a hard decision. Go ahead, Tanner. One thing I remember from Alshon Jeffrey is that drop pass against the Saints in the playoffs. And we said that this year he's going to come back and he's going to make up for that, but I still... I, just, I still remember that play, and I haven't really seen anything that makes up for it thus far. No, I haven't, and that's a sad reality. I'm sorry. And then on top of that, you trade for Deshaun Jackson, who hasn't played since week two against the Falcons, and eventually go, eventually he comes back, what, against the Bears and re-injures himself again, and now we have to put him on IR we had to put him on IR, and you had nobody to replace these players. You didn't develop Arthiga Whiteside good enough to be able to replace these players, which, by the way, he limped off the field, too. Yeah. Um, the injuries yeah. included Miles Sanders, Douglas, Johnson. I'm sick of this. Jeffrey, as we said, Mills, and as you said, JJ got, got injured, too. Like, seriously, how this team was constructed this season is horrible. And that falls square on Roseman's shoulders. Howie Roseman did a piss-poor job, for lack of a better term, in building this team this year. It's no getting around that. Like, <laughs> like how, how do you rely on two receivers who has a history of being injury-prone, a right receiver, and Nelson Aguilar, who also was hurt and didn't play in this game, who has a history of inconsistent hands... And then you don't, you're not developing anybody behind them. At least this coaching staff has done a horrible job in developing a second round pick who I still have yet to see any value in. You had a pretty nice catch last night. Tanner? Wow. Wow. <laughs> like, seriously. That was a nice catch, though. <laughs> wow. That's your job. 
I'm sorry. That's what right. I'm. Pay- that's what I'm paying mm-hmm. you for. I, I see your point. Like I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna give kudos to somebody for doing their job. I'm just not. I'm not that type of person. Y'all know the type of person I am. All right. Let's dive more into this offense stat wise. Carson goes 33 for 50. Um, 325 yards. What? One, two passing touchdowns. He was sacked three times, and the leading rusher it was not Miles Sanders. It wasn't JJ. No. It was Boston Scott. Boston Scott. Ten rushes, 59 yards. Sanders had 15, but only 45 yards. And Ajayi had five. That one, yards. man, that one play where Sanders ran, I believe that was an overtime. Um, oh, he yeah, ran. I thought he was going to the house. He should have went to the house, but instead he, he bounces off into, Greg yep. Ward's back. Mm-hmm. Like, he still has problems with vision, and that's the part I don't understand. He was in the open field. If he bounces to the outside, we don't have to celebrate Zach Ertz scoring another touchdown to win us the game. I mean, don't get me wrong. We still won the game. Right. At the end of but the day. we should have never made it to overtime. No. The, uh, we New should York not Giants. have. Like, it's absolutely ridiculous. And Zach Ertz caught the ball. Caught the ball nine times. He had a few drops there he in the did. game. 91 yards, two touchdowns. Um, Boston Scott, six catches, 69 yards. Nice. And then Goddard had three catches. Josh Perkins what? had five. Greg, what, look Those at these names. Lives. Look at these names leading the receiving court. We got Ertz, Scott, Goddard, Perkins, Ward. JJ had two catches, and Sanders had four. So what's he yeah. here for? <laughs> like, like seriously, like we, like it, you text me last night and said, "Who is Josh Perkins?" And I'm like, <laughs> the third tight end on the depth chart for five receptions and 37 yards. No, I was like, not well, a bad start. That's what. I, that's all I'm saying. Like. This this roster is horribly, horribly, horribly constructed. And I'm sorry, you cannot prepare one of your receivers on the practice squad to be your fourth receiver. It got to a point, okay? It got to a point where 40-stinking-year-old Josh McCown was trying to catch a, the football on the sidelines. Uh, yep, I saw that. He was getting ready. He got the helmet off. He they had switched the helmet. He was getting ready helmet. to get the helmet, the yep. radioless helmet. Yep. And, uh, yeah, he was ready to go out there. Like, seriously? What? Seriously? Mm-hmm. A 40-year-old quarterback about to play wide receiver. You never know. You never know. Are you serious right now? Speaking about old... I'm not in the mood for you today. Speaking about old quarterbacks, Eli Manning went 15 for 30, 203 <laughs> yards, two passing touchdowns, and we got to him two times. I'll get the Eli in a minute. How did, how, I'll get to the defense in a minute. I got to get to this offensive line. Right. Um, yeah, Jason Peters and Isaac C. Amalo has to be the worst combination I have ever seen on the field play together. Like, in all seriousness, I have never seen two big bodies that have not been able to pick up the simplest of stunts. Like, there was one sack, the first sack of the game on Carson Wentz. Jason Peters didn't even touch him, didn't even look at the yep. defensive end's direction. Made a beeline to the quarterback. What the heck is going on? You know what? Straight up. Jason Peters, Isaac C. Amalo, yo, they oh, straight oh, up no. ain't. Jason I'm, Peters? I'm sorry. I, I, y'all know how I feel about Jason Peters. I'm sorry. Jason. If Jason Peters don't retire at the end of the season, I kid you not, I'm going to flip a lid. <laughs> I, I, I kid you not. I kid you not. And then to make matters worse, just, Jason Kelsey a couple times got bulldozed. Brandon Brooks held his oh, own. He had Lane, that high snap, too. Don't forget Kelsey's uh, high snap. Yes, Kelsey's high snap. Lane Johnson, he gets hurt, and that's scaring me a little bit mm-hmm. because that's our best offensive lineman yeah. and our best tackle that just got hurt. Yeah. So I'm a little concerned about that. Like, I'm hoping it's just a spring. 
I'm I'm praying that it's just a sprain. I I, I really am. But that's scaring me, especially <laughs> considering the fact that backing him up is a six foot six. 330-pound fat man who can't block <laughs> named Halapulavati Vaitai. Those are some fighting words, dude. All right, I'm just saying. You never know who's listening. You we, dumbass. Look, I, I've, he's so inept at the tackle position, I don't consider him an offensive tackle or an offensive blocker, period. Wow. He's just a fat guy wearing a jersey. Wow. Like, wow. I, I'm so serious. It's, it's, it's T, absolutely T, horrible. T, on, on a more positive note... Yeah. Even though Tanner already kind of covered this, I mean, Boston Scott had quite a game. He did. As well as Greg Ward. He did. Now, I don't know if we have anything special here, if it was just a flash in the pan, but they've definitely intrigued me. But I here, definitely want to see more of them. Boston Scott could definitely take over for what Darren Sproles was. Yeah. But here's the thing. Why did it take injuries for these players to show up? Uh, like, we've seen, these, we've seen these flashes of these players somewhat in training camp and in the preseason. So why did it take players to get hurt in order to see these young players in action. Like, we all knew Greg Ward had some kind of talent. Mm-hmm. We, we, we're we not going to glorify him like he's like a like some unknown receiver like um, Victor Cruz who came out of nowhere and just lit up the NFL. We don't see him like that, but we do see that he has some sort of talent. Same thing with Boston Scott. Why does it take injuries for these players to blow up like this? They've also... In last night's game, they were both of them were doing something I haven't seen almost anybody on this Eagles offense doing. That was break tackles and gain more yards after. Do we know it's hard? And thank you, Max. <laughs> yeah, they, jackass. Also, Josh Perkins. Like like Tanner said, I had no idea who Josh Perkins was. That's a, he could have been some guy in the front row for and that's, all I know. And that's exactly my point. Like he, it, it should not have taken this point. And he, he came out on average. 7.4 yards a catch. Hey. Exactly. And you know what? I understand we all, you know, we all love Zach Ertz, and we think, you know, he's the best receiver on this team currently right now. And I'm not doubting that Zach Ertz isn't talented, best but I'm hands. sorry. Zach Ertz has to, have, has to be the worst yards after catch receiver I have ever seen in my life. That one scramble drill play in which Carson Wentz threw the ball to him, all Zach Ertz had to do was turn his body around and run down the damn field. Why did he pause and stand there for an extra two, three seconds and then start running and then go nowhere? I don't understand that. See, this is why he's still only the second or third best tight end in the NFL. Because of plays like that. George Kettle on that last catch against the Saints. All right. Not only did he make the catch, he's carrying two to three people with him down the field. That, that is a tight end. All right? The things Travis Kelsey do, this that's the reason why Travis Kelsey is considered the best tight end in the NFL. I'm sorry. Zach Ertz is just a glorified big body right receiver. Do I have any objections? <laughs> he's got great hands. That's it. A glorified big body right receiver. I Just because I was curious, because... I don't think when we see Zach Ertz run, when we do see him run, I don't think any of us go, wow, that is a fast guy. No. I was, I was yeah. curious what his 40 time was. What? 4.76. Or 6.7. 4.67. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty, I mean, that's pretty it, average for, for a tight end. For a tight end, yeah. But yeah. still, like, yeah. It, I mean, I understand he was trying to fake out the defender. No. That's not your job. That's not your skill. I, look, I know. You're not small enough to do that. I mean, the guy did run right by him. I don't even remember who it was, but like, dude, just get your big body up the field, stiff arm somebody, throw somebody to the ground, 
This is why I miss Brent Selleck, man. Brent Selleck was a grown <laughs> man. Straight up. Yeah. Then nobody want no beef with Brent Selleck. I, I, I'll agree with you on that. Shoot. That's all I'm saying. <sighs> all right. Defense, Tom? Defense. Yeah, sadly. Right, so, uh, our defense did a good job controlling Barkley. He had 17 rushes just for 66 yards. Um, Receiving-wise, Slayton, five catches, 154 yards, two touchdowns. That's thanks to your Mr. Burnt Toast of the Year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he better Shepherd, not come back. He better not come back in the offseason. <laughs> Shepard, four catches, 28 yards. And Golden Tate comes back against his former team and gets one catch for 11 yards. All, all I got to say is this, and that's straight up point blank. I better not see Ronald Darby on this squad next year. Like, I, I, I kid you not. I don't want to see Ronald Darby in Midnight Green ever again. Like, um, like if he comes back to this team next year, I kid you not, I'm going to march down to the Novacare Complex, Uh-oh. and I'm going to walk into Harry Roseman's office, and I'm that delivering. Easy. It's going to be that easy, Chris, I, I, walking I, I right in there. I don't know if they're going <laughs> to let you through, bud. I could pass as a football player. <laughs> Look okay. At the, look at these shoulders. No comment. <laughs> look at these shoulders. I'm just saying. I think I think they have a waiting list. Nah, the ah. I, I think they do. Ah, yeah. Is that how that works? I, I, I would think All right, so. T, I honestly don't think Darby will be back on this team next season. I and if he is, something not. went horribly wrong. Oh yes, horribly, horribly wrong. Is, is a certain GM fired? If he is. Oh yes, I want him. Howie no, Roseman's already Stop on my it. list. Stop it. I'm, a, I'm not going to say I want him fired, but he is on my list. Seriously. I mean, okay. If I can turn the clocks back a little bit. Okay. Were we – I know I've said this before. Back back in August, we were doing nothing but singing praises about this team. Mm-hmm. Is this just a bad turn of events? Is this just an off season? Like, is, How much of this would you say is – on Howie Roseman because I I feel like he gave Doug Peterson enough tools to have a successful season. He constructed the roster, so he does share some blame in this. Yeah, but we were looking at that roster and said, "Man, this is going to be one hell of an offense." And we did, and we were like, "We'll still have our concerns. We'll still have our concerns about this defense." Mm-hmm. But if the offense can be as great as we thought it would be, which it never turned out that way, we can hopefully stay ahead. We can. It's kind of the same thing with the Phillies. Can the bats outrun the pitching, so to speak? And that's that was the main issue, like right there. It was the fact that yes, we did glorify this team. Yes, we did think that this team was constructed because not only was it an older team, but it was a team that knew what the deal was. They knew. Um, how to play the game. They knew how the game was supposed to be played, so we had confidence in this roster. And we also had confidence in the fact that we are still two years removed from a Super Bowl victory. So, yes, we did have all the confidence in the world. But at the same time, there was still that little hint of doubt in the back of my head because I'm saying to myself, well, this is still an older team. And older teams or older players, so to speak, are more susceptible to injuries than the younger teams, where younger teams, yeah. your bones and your body, it's still fresh. You know, you can still run around. You can still do all the crazy things and whatnot. But, man, when you get older, you just don't have – you don't have the same – you just don't have that – your body isn't the same anymore. No. So, with all that being said, look, 
We were wrong. Straight up, point blank. We were wrong about this team. All right. We we were we were wrong. That's not true. Yes, it is true. We were wrong about this team. This team stinks from the top down. All right, from Howie Roseman all the way down to the suckiest player on the practice squad. We stink. Coaching has disappointed us. There has been no development of the young players. None whatsoever. I know. I know. I'm looking at you know past this season, but with this draft coming up. Uh, <laughs> okay. What? Yes. What, Tanner? Looking a little far ahead there. Look, I know we're tied for the division lead, but even if we do luck our way into this playoffs, where I don't care who it is, we're that losing. is blasphemous. We're losing to whoever we play against. I agree. We um, are losing hardly. But, but be, you got to think of it this way. All right. Uh, all right. Carson, if we do get in the playoffs, Carson will be getting some playoff experience. Okay, sure. Yeah. Sure. Uh, Let's that, look at it that way. That's a positive way to look at it. Yeah, right. sure. I'll, I'll, I'll roll along with that. But how much playoff <laughs> How much playoff um, experience are you going to get when you're going out there with receivers named Arthiga Whiteside and Greg Ward? Right. And you're playing with a third tight end at Josh Perkins. Now, I don't, I don't know which team it would be, but if we were to – be a wild card team right now. Mm-hmm. We would be taking on the 49ers. <laughs> Wait, isn't the 49ers first place or they are wild card? We would be, we would be the bottom be wild the... card. Hmm? Or no, no, they have a first round bye. Sorry, yeah, no, that's what no, I'm no, saying. No, 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 no. It would be the um, this... yeah, no, it would it'd be the la- it would be the sixth seed, the last team in the um, wild card race. That's who we would face. Oh, then it would probably be the Seahawks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we would lose that one. Straight Sorry. up. Yeah, I, I forgot about the first round by. I'm an, I'm an idiot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we know the low life. Shut up, Max. You're not even here. All yeah, right. what the hell, Max? All right, seriously. You piece of Swiss cheese. Sick of you. Priorities, Max. Come on. That's all I'm saying. All right, now back back to this sorry excuse for 11 personnel that we call a defense. Um, On that second touchdown, what the hell was Ronald Darby and Rodney McLeod doing? Like, why were they at the same level in the secondary? I, I don't understand that. Like, the whole... I thought a safety, and this is just my knowledge. My knowledge that I know from studying the game that I love and, you know, playing the game that I love a little bit. Just just from my knowledge, I thought the safety was like the last line of defense and nothing is supposed to go past the damn safety. Hmm. So why is the safety saying playing so far up that he's matched up with the corner? Not only did the receiver who was also picked four picks later after Clayton Thorson, by the way, a receiver that we could have used. Um, Why did he just run past Ronald Darby and Rodney McLeod and nobody nobody was behind them to back them up? Like, if you were trying to double-team him, that's a horrible way of doing it. Yep. I'll tell you what, that was embarrassing. Uh, At one play, I noticed that McLeod was... He he threw his body... I forget who it was. It might have been Barkley. And he was just on his back, and Barkley was just taking him for a ride. I hear you. Like, I've I've never seen a defender being treated like a rag doll (laughs) so much as I have with Ronald Darby. Like, I could... He's he's a small guy. I could accept it more if Ronald Darby... Once again, I said this before, I had the cover skills of a Deion Sanders. Then I would accept it Way more. But you can barely cover. You're supposedly the fastest corner, but that's questionable at times. All right? (laughs) You don't turn around and look for the football when it's in the air. You get beat every single time on 50-50 balls, and you're not. You're a pretty tall corner at 5'11". 
talking about Darby, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't understand how he's been beaten like a drum this season. Or how he's been beaten like a drum in the past before. Like, and then here's where I attack coaching as well. And here's the reason, one of the reasons why I want Jim Swartz gone. You see a corner is getting beat every single time by the same receiver. How about maybe telling your safety, hey, play a little of that side a little bit. You, your boy getting burnt over there. Or even so, even so, a player is supposed to be able to recognize that sometimes. Sometimes you got to go beyond coaching and beyond what the coaching says. Dude, step up. Think for a minute. Stop Stop acting like a clueless player who hasn't played the game before. Kind of tell yourself, hey, he got burnt. Ooh, second time he got burnt. Hmm, let me shout on that side a little bit. Let me help my brother out a little bit. You know, just a little bit. You don't have to do it every play, but just a little bit. Think sometimes. That's what, all I'm saying. What a crazy thought. That's all I'm saying. All right, so say Ronald, Ronald Darby's out. It's an outrage. For this next coming season. Do you just next man up it, try to stick mm-hmm. with... No, no you got to go out and no. get someone. You got to go, go out and get, get someone. someone. Cravion? L- let me tell you something. While, yes, Sidney Jones made a hell of a play to stop up that third that down stop. I mean, that's one play. I mean, Sidney yeah. Jones has fallen so far from grace, oh, and yeah, I no. straight up don't trust him. I, I, I would start Avante Maddox and and uh, uh, Cravion when he comes back. Honestly, Avante is... Cravion was back last game. Yeah, he was. was he? Yep, last that. night. But they mixed him in, which mm-hmm. is confusing to me. Yep. But anyway, Avante is too small to play on the outside. He's 5'9". Like, his best bet is either to play the deep safety or to stay in the slot. Honestly. And that's the same thing with Crevion. Hey, yo, yo, I realized something. We got a lot of slack corners, but not a lot of outside corners. Like, that's stupid. I'm just saying. Like, outside is a little bit more important than the slot. At least Should've I would think. Jalen Ramsey. No. No. I, I, can you believe we were talking about that in week three and week four? Yeah. That's the reason why we're sitting here talking trash and we're not the general manager. All right? Seriously. You understand what I'm saying to you? Shut up, Max. I'm not talking <laughs> to you. Go ahead, Tanner. Um, well, I, I got nothing more to say, well, honestly, the, about this well, team. Well, with the remaining games of the season, we have Washington next. Mm. The week after that, we got Dallas. A huge game right there. Yeah. If we can beat the Redskins because we, we struggled with week one. <laughs> we might not. Yeah, we struggled week one. It's ridiculous. Uh, and then last game of the season, we got the Giants again. Uh, as for the Cowboys, because that's really the only other team we have to worry about. Well, yeah. we, we thought me. that, but then we had that game last night where we're like, wow, we have to worry about every team then, I well, guess. Well, yeah, pretty yeah, much. Yeah, but as far as like the division, the Cowboys have the Rams. If we want to get in the playoffs, we have to beat the Cowboys. We, yes, yeah. 100%. The Rams are have been on fire as of late. They have. Um, so that, that'll that be a hard game for the Cowboys. That, that's and, a, they don't, and they don't do too good against teams that's going to smack them in the mouth. But you a, know what? When we expect the Cowboys to lose, they win, and... Reverse two for us, so <laughs> that's true. Yeah, I did not expect them to beat the Bears last week. Yeah, they got they got the Rams, and then there's the Cowboys Eagles game, and then their last game of the season is against the Redskins. Yeah. Which, by the way, Operation uh, Washington wins the division is now no longer a go. <laughs> the Cowboys made Mitch Trubisky look like a uh, an actual good quarterback. What? Going on. I agree, Steve. Yeah. Mack. Seriously, <laughs> that, that was crazy. Like, I, I don't understand what the deal is with you know. I know exactly what the deal is with the Dallas Cowboys. What's the deal with the Dallas Cowboys? It's coaching, and coaching. you know what? Here's here's why I secretly still want the Cowboys to win a division because oh, what? Hey, what? what? Listen, is what Max are you saying? <laughs> what is happening? Look, 
Look, I'm sorry. You look. Hear me out when I say this. Oh, all right, God. just hear me. That guy doesn't know yeah. what the hell he's doing. You Shut sure up, man. You sure don't know what the hell you're doing. Look, look. Hear me out when I say this. Oh, uh, what? Hear me out. What? All right. We all know how inept Jason Garrett is. All right, Mister Hand Clapper on the sidelines. We all know that. Okay. Oh, okay. I see the angle you're taking. The longer he stays with the team. Mm-hmm. The worst that team gets. I let's understand be honest. Too. Okay, I, I see your point. I see That's the, all I'm saying. I see the hand you're playing. Yes, I see the dinner you're cooking. Yes, I'll, I'll let them keep him. Does it smell? Thinking good. that they're gonna be better. I mean, it's yeah. That's that's all I got to say. Like right. let let them keep Jason Garrett for as long as possible. As all right, matter, Max. And as a matter of fact, I pray also all the time that the Lord just keep. Keep their owner Jerry Jones alive for as long as possible. Because <laughs> so long as he is alive, look, he's not. They're not going to go nowhere. All right, Jerry Jones is an idiot. <laughs> all right, I'm just Ooh. saying. Well, right, Ron Max. Rivera got fired from the Panthers' head coaching job, and he had the same amount of seasons. He had um, more. I feel like I think he had more winning seasons. He did one more winning season, and he had a Super Bowl appearance. Yeah, um, all in the same amount of time. Jason Garrett has not made it far in the playoffs; just two games. Yeah, um, ownership of the Carolina Panthers. Uh, you dumbass! That wasn't the smartest move to do. Uh, I'm just saying. Like Ron Rivera is actually a good coach. You guys just had misfortune this year, and you guys just needed to write it out. Like mm-hmm. that, that wasn't the smartest move. And then. That team is in such disarray. Like, they're talking about trading Cam Newton in the offseason. Like, there are discussions going on right now that teams are going to be hot after Cam Newton. Yeah, I mean, have you been watching the Panthers? Cam Newton's been injured. Yeah, but how... Um, yeah, but look at the receivers that he's yeah. been throwing to over yeah. the years. Kyle Allen started out hot, but he's been... He's fallen down. Mm-hmm. Um, He's not as great as he was in the beginning. But yeah. But that, that's the thing, though. Like, I understand Kyle Allen, you know, it looks like he's been lighting it up a little bit. But, yo, Cam Newton is still a good quarterback. Like, seriously. Cam Newton is still a decent quarterback. I don't understand why. Um, I don't understand why there there's so much turmoil with Cam Newton. I really don't. <laughs> Like, he's still a good quarterback. Like, honestly, if we didn't have Carson Wentz, I would tell the team to trade for him. So, okay. Yeah. Okay. So, if Carolina entertains this. Okay. Who, who where, if you're Cam Newton and you get, you got, say, say every single team offers you some, mm-hmm. where do you go? Well, Denver is an option because yeah. they have. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What's up? Drew Locke, quarterback for the Broncos, the Denver Broncos you were just talking yeah. about. First rookie in NFL history to throw for at least 300 passing yards and three touchdowns in his first career NFL start. Hmm. And I just got an update, Alshon Jeffrey, to undergo MRI. Okay. Well. He felt something pop in foot. Hmm. So it's the foot injury and not the Achilles. Well, yeah, that's another thing. I think you guys might be might be giving up on Alshon a little bit quick. But All right, so explain uh, your, so explain your reason. Uh, he's injured and All I the think time. he's still. Look, you got to give him an offseason. He's season. old. Yeah, give him an off season. He, you hear 30, this guy? Take, we gave him an off season 30, after he 31? dropped that ball yeah. against he the Saints. He needs to learn how to wrap that thing up. Th- yeah, thirty thirty one. Yeah, something like I, that. I, I, look, okay, to, but to when me, did thirty three is old? Okay, when did Des Bryant start falling off? Because you can honestly compare the two. Because their skill set is almost pretty much the same. So Des Bryant started falling off around twenty nine thirty, right? 
Okay, okay. That's all I'm saying. All right. All Still right. looking it's, for a team to play. For. It seems as though those type of receivers fall off around that age range. Okay, okay. That's all I'm saying. All right. Like, don't get me wrong. Look, I love to give people second chances, but at this point, like, I need to think about this from a business standpoint of view. And right now, business says that. Keeping Alshon Jeffrey around ain't exactly the best business decision, especially considering the fact that all these rumors were coming out about the locker room being in turmoil and whatnot. All these rumors circling back to him. I don't think mm-hmm. that's necessarily a healthy thing for a locker room. And then I've been saying this for the longest, but in the offseason, there needs to be some serious changes. Like, that locker room needs to clear out. Clear. It needs the, the most thorough Clorox cleaning ever. So who are you keeping? I can literally count on two hands, probably, who I would keep. Okay. All right. Quarterback, Carson Wentz, automatic. Miles Sanders, of course, he's going to come back. Yep. Um, in terms of receivers, eh, you can convince you me. You got to keep JJ. You got to keep JJ, and you can keep Deshaun. I'll, I'll, take, I'll bring back Deshaun, but <laughs> you still need to find a replacement for him. All right. Zach Ertz, Dallas uh, Goddard. How old's Deshaun? Got to keep Greg Ward. How old's Deshaun? I don't care about Greg Ward. Like what? what? I don't care Come about on. Greg Ward. Like He's that. a player that I'm hey. afraid of going on a different team and burning us. That's true, because that seems to happen to us a lot. Yeah. But, you know, we can bring him back on a year contract. That ain't no problem. I mean, let's be honest here. But isn't Deshaun old? Like, I'm just using your... Deshaun is old, you. but you still need a deep I'm threat. Just, and you still have yet to replace that deep threat. I'm just... Using your and Deshaun Jackson still holds more value than a uh, Alshon Jeffrey. I'll agree with you there. Okay, he but might. isn't he thirty three? Yeah, he's up there in he age. Might two. hold more value, but he's injured and old. Yeah, no, Alshon Jeffrey. Cup of well, they're both injured and old. So yeah. thirty three years old. Yeah, yeah, which is fine. But once again, you still need a deep threat to stretch this field, and that's been the. I mean, one of the biggest issues on offense this year. I mean, an injured deep threat can only run so far, and so. And fast. that's the reason why I said you still need to draft his replacement. All right, yeah. Like Jerry it's fine Jerry. to keep. Yeah, that's the yeah. only Ooh. problem is he's he's going, got he's he's going, he's going to go top ten. Yeah. That I think he's really going to go top ten. You would have to trade up to get a Jerry Judy. That would be awesome. That seriously would. I would keep a couple offensive linemen, Lane Johnson, Brandon Brooks. Uh, Kelsey is still on the fence for me. The rest of the offensive linemen can go. And then on defense. Yeah, he, well, he's a rookie. He Dude. automatically comes back. And then I would keep Fletcher Cox on defense, but everybody else, and Nigel Bradham, and everybody else is replaceable. Pretty much. Malcolm's gone? Oh, yeah. Mal- you know what? You know what? I'm glad that you brought his name Brandon up. Brandon Graham. Yeah, he can go too. <laughs> wow. He, I never did like the fact that we resigned. Not only did we resign him, I would have accepted the fact that we resigned him a little bit better if we didn't pay him $46 million. Huh. Like, we're paying him pass rushing money, but I can guarantee you, if Chris look up the stats right now, he's nowhere close to a double digit sack total for the year. Well, let's take a look. Uh, now, back to Malcolm Jenkins and my point with him. Do y'all know on Thursday, um, for the first time since the offseason, since the, since training camp, they had a practice in pads. And there was they, a, they made such a big deal about that on the mm-hmm. Here's on the, the reason why it's a big broadcast. deal. It's a big deal because of the fact that usually on average, teams don't usually put pads on um, unless they're trying to toughen their players up and whatnot. Because, you know, it's bad enough you're going through a battle every Sunday in those pads. And they're heavy and things like that. So when you actually have to put the pads on during a practice, that makes it even harder to do what you need to do in practice. Like, so the reason why I have a problem with Malcolm Jenkins is because 
he's usually very vocal. He does not hold his tongue. He he's not known for for holding his tongue. No. And they asked him, you know, some questions, you know, how he feels about it. <clears throat> and he gave some of the shortest answers. Like he would say, I don't know. Like, I don't know. You gotta ask Doug. I don't know. Like he I could tell he didn't like the fact that he had to put pads on. But here's the thing. Right now, and I guess another problem that plus some of the players had with it was that Doug made the decision without meeting with the team leaders. So I guess that's where some of the issue come from. But here's the thing. Sometimes the head coach just have to make a decision to say, screw the players. All right? I'm still the captain of this football team, and y'all not playing well, and I need y'all to get off your asses and start playing this game like you got some doggone heart. And I think that's exactly what that practice was for. And I think we got a good, a good eye as to who the true leaders are on this team. And I think Malcolm Jenkins, I think it's time for him to go too. Especially considering the fact that he's been so vocal about getting a raise. Yeah. And the way he's been playing this year. Yeah. I mean, does honestly, I would not. No, I'm not giving you a raise. You don't deserve it. To answer your question, uh, this year, Brandon Graham has seven and a half sacks. And what, we got three games left? Yeah. All right, so it's a possibility that he can finally eclipse that double-digit mark. But then there's still that possibility. I don't. He didn't register a sack last yesterday. I don't think so. He didn't register a sack, and that's exactly what I'm saying. Like, I understand he gets double-teamed sometimes, but, dude, I'm paying you all that money to be a pass rusher. I'm going to need you to hit that quarterback. That's all um, I'm saying. 50 career sacks. Go ahead, Tanny. Michael Bennett, I was going to compare them to because that was our choice, really. It was Michael Bennett yes. and Brandon Graham. And Michael Bennett only has 6.5 sacks. But he's been playing on two – he played on two different teams. Yes. He played on two different teams. And he's not the – he was never the starter on those two teams. And he still put up six and a half sacks. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, that's one less sack from Brandon Graham. Like, I, come on now. Seriously? I completely forgot he was on the Cowboys. Yep. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. How do you like that? Yeah. I don't like that at all, but still. That's all I'm saying. It's just... Get off the box! I'm I'm sick. You know what? Honestly, I'm sick of this football team. I am. They have worn me down. I'm not... I've... Honestly, I watched that game last night, and I had no heart in it. Like, I just didn't care what the result was. I didn't fuss about anything. I didn't complain about anything. I just sat there and looked at it as if it was a regular game. So, uh, are you trying to end this season fighting and clawing for a playoff spot? Or are you just honestly waving I, the flag? I'm waving the flag. Come I on, you got to do the care. playoffs. What's the point of going to the playoffs and getting blown out and also T, T, let me tell you. decreasing your spot in the draft? Let me tell you what the point is. Uh, you're taking it away from the Cowboys. That's, that's what the point is. What did he do? I took it away from the nope, Cowboys. No, nope, that's very important, T, because uh, the whole offseason you'll have that pride of the Cowboys. Yeah, what did he do? Now the Cowboys' first-round pick is higher than ours. Okay. Yeah. And let's be honest here. Their roster is a little bit more complete than ours. Like, that's all I'm saying. And what record has that gotten well, them to? Okay, let's be honest. None of these teams in the <laughs> NFCs deserve, deserve to go to the playoffs, all right? None of them. All right? This has to be the worst division I have ever seen in the history of football. I think the last I time... I think the AFC East would have something to yeah, say about The that. last time no other team in the division had a winning record was 2015, and that was the NFC East. Well, first Still. off, Chris, to 
to your point, well, um, take the they at least have there. one team take that will dominate. Yeah. There is not one team that wants this division. Not a single stinking one. All four teams can still fight for the division at this point. The Giants technically are still in it. Nah. The Redskins technically nah, the Giants are, are still in it. Giants, Giants no, nah, the Giants are done. Giants are done. Uh, the Redskins are. The Redskins are still, still gonna. Sh- no, they don't. No, we won, so the Redskins are out too. Yeah. So it's just us and us and the Cowboys. Birds for and boys. It. Yeah, and none of them want the division either. Yeah. Well, tell you what, the Giants and the Redskins can play spoiler. <sighs> yeah. What did they do? Yeah, that's fun. Sure. Before spoiler. we get off this topic what of. The f- so, so, Eagles and football. Uh, sorry, yeah, go ahead. Uh, if you got something to say on the no, topic. No, I had a smart-ass comment. Okay, well, I'll, I'll do this. <laughs> but, I mean, earlier we thought Eli Manning was just going to retire, go off into the sunset, but now he played in this game. Um, he's, oh, he's seeming to show off what he's got to other teams. He, he's trying to show off what he, he still has left in the tank. Um, he he says, and I quote, "I'm not rushing into retirement, and Peyton's not telling me to rush into it." Uh, per Rod Walker, and also when before the game started, there was a quote. I forget exactly what it said, but it said that he now knows he does not want to be a coach, and he does not look to be backup in the future. So, with that being said, that doesn't sound like a man that's retiring. That sounds like a man that's wants a starting job. Yeah. Thirty-nine year old, he'll be thirty-nine. Mm. Uh, free agent, two Super Bowls. Uh, not your typical free agent. Yeah, he needs to retire. That's another question I have for you. What's your problem with Peyton Manning? <sighs> what? Are, I don't have a problem with Peyton Manning. What Liar. are you talking about? Uh, this is before the show. What were Dude, you talking what are about? you talking about? Uh, don't play this. Don't play Omaha. This. What? <laughs> what's, what's your problem with Woo! Peyton Manning? Dude, I don't have a problem with okay. Peyton Manning. Okay. He was cheering on his brother. I don't I don't have oh, a problem with Peyton that's Manning. That's what I was saying, and you were like, nah. I don't even know what you're talking about right uh, now. Okay. Dumbass. You're going, you're going to play that card. Look, all I'm saying is, uh, back to Eli. Eli needs to retire, all right? Yeah, he, he, he did some decent things, but let's be honest. I think all three of us can go out and throw a couple touchdowns against this secondary. Miami might this be a Sorry excuse for a secondary. Uh, Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see what he does in the future. And before we get off the topic of football, we Mm. can't let this slip through. The Patriots are accused of filming the Bengals. They got caught. They sent in the videos. (laughs) So they will be nice. There will be some consequences going forward. The Bengals of all teams. Listen, they've done it to every team. They've just been caught against the Bengals. Yeah, I don't know, Max, what's going on. But, man, this this Patriots team is just out of the UK. Maybe we can out-stupid them so much we can win. No. I just I, how so you get caught filming twice now <laughs> twice. Oh, they've been caught. Mo- they yeah they no they've, filming yeah, twice. Right. They've done it. They've done it against us in the Super Bowl. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. Like I don't understand. Like and it was funny. I like their response. It was like oh we we didn't know our production staff was was filming them. <laughs> what? <Right. laughs> Uh, we didn't know. We'll take full responsibility. We'll have a talking to. That wasn't on purpose. It was on it's accident. funny to meet the Bengals. Oh my god! Yeah, but then, uh, oh sorry. But like, how do you? So, of all teams that you, you get go caught up against, doing it against the Bengals, of all teams you you do it against. Like, how do you get caught watching the Bengals 
arguably one of the worst teams this year in the NFL. Like, how is that possible? Why do you need to cheat hey, man. against the Bengals? Like I said, let's out-stupid them so much that we win. I hear you. <laughs> like, that's just... that. Oh, my gosh. I'm so befuddled by that. I, I don't understand. So, don't forget how they, they forgot their equipment on the plane. Oh, no. I thought that was the Chiefs. Uh, was it the Patriots or the Chiefs? Either way, that equipment manager is getting fired. <laughs> Dude, you got... <laughs> Dude, you have one job, all right? Right. You, you have one so, job. So, last it's an thing. outrage. So, does Chase Young go to the Giants and then uh, Jerry oh, Judy man. to the Chase Redskins? Chase Young if, is a monster. If Chase Young goes to the Giants, I, I kid you not, I'm going to have a serious, serious problem with that. <laughs> I am sick and tired of the Giants getting all the good defensive players, all right? I'm sick of it. I had to suffer through in my early years with Michael Strahan, Osi Yaminyara, and Justin Tuck, all right? I am sick of the damn New York Giants getting all the good defensive line players, all right? The only defensive line player I can bring up other than Fletcher Cox in my history is Trent Cole, all right? I am sick of it at this point. Whew. Yeah. And then Jerry Judy to Washington? Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. It's bad enough we don't have corners as is. We're talking about bringing in a whole new group of corners and possibly a new defensive coordinator with a new defensive scheme? Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. We're going to have to figure out how to trade up and grab those two. I don't know how, but we have to do it. I don't don't think it's possible, but we still got to do it. (laughs) Let's trade Zach Ertz. Let's do it. Let's do it. (laughs) All right, Hello. that's you're, my plan. So you're on Max's uh, Trey Zachary's team? You, you're doggone right. You know why? I want winners. Dog Josh right. Perkins. Josh <laughs> Perkins. Hey. Soon to be best tight end, Josh Perkins. I agree. I agree. Yep. Shut that's your ridiculous. It's <laughs> absolutely ridiculous. You know what? You're, you're, you can take your negativity and walk out. Yep. You piece oh, of Swiss cheese. Zachary's <laughs> keeping Josh Perkins. Listen to you guys. I want you to go back to this episode weeks into the next season, and I want you to listen to what you do. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying to you? Hey, Shut up, Max. If it results in Chase Young, are you going to be that upset? Right. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Chase Young is a monster. I said it before, yes, his record-breaking is. season that he had, career in, in college, but, hey, man, he's a monster. So, right? so, so Zach Ertz with great hands and no feet. Uh, great hands, though. Great Zach Ertz. hands. Great, great hands. Yeah, they haven't been so great recently, but still, I'm not going out and trading still, Zach Ertz. Still the best hands on the team. Yeah, I was about to say, yeah, they are the best hands on the team. You can't deny that. <sighs> <laughs> I know. This is so depressing. I gotta, I gotta stop listening to Max uh, off the radio, <laughs> off the mic. All right, I, I, I got to stop I, doing that. Oh, it's hilarious. Let's trade. Jordan Howard for Leonard Fournette. It's hilarious. It's ridiculous. All right, since Christmas time's coming, it's just around the corner. Is it? What is on your wish list for this Eagles team? What position? We were just talking about it a little bit, but what position? You have wide receivers like A.J. Green out there, Mm -hmm. Antonio Brown after suspension, maybe OBJ is out there. Mike Evans is looking to change teams. There's a name. There's a name. Those are two names that interest me, Um, Odell Odell? Beckham and Mike Evans. I I wouldn't touch Odell. See, I think with the right locker room, I think you can have a personality like Odell Beckham. It's not necessarily his personality. I just feel like he doesn't have it anymore. You sure about that? Yeah. I mean, I guess it's just because Baker Mayfield. I was about to say, yeah, he's catching. He's getting the ball thrown to by a guy named Baker Mayfield. Who sometimes looks worse than Carson Wentz. 
I mean, sometimes it's not that hard to look worse than Carson Wentz. Hey, 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 hey. Easy. That's still my quarterback. Watch it. Watch it. All right. Seriously. What the hell is going on? I don't know, Stephen A. You need to straighten Chris out. <laughs> All right. We need to invite you on the show and straighten Chris out because I'm sick of this disrespect I mean, to my quarterback. I'm sick of it at this point. I just, I'm sick of it. I don't think Odell has what he had in like 2014, 2015. Well, also look at the quarterbacks who he's been forced to work with. He was forced to work with an old Eli Manning who couldn't get the ball to him down the field. Now he's forced to work with a Baker Mayfield who sometimes looks like he can't throw the football right. I mean, think about but, this for a minute. But then, but then again, think about this. Does Carson Wentz really play to Odell Beckham's strengths? Um. Let's compare Odell Beckham to Deshaun Jackson week one against the Washington okay. Redskins. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. Is that is that a good enough example I don't know. for you? I just, I just feel like, and now it might just be, you know, he's stricken to just sticking to check down passes that are inside the 10 yard uh, line. Yeah, because he's forced to, all right? He is forced to. You understand what I'm saying? But when he's thank you, Max. It, when, when he's throwing it 20 plus yards, I mean, look, last night is an exception because it's a 2 and 11 team. But. I feel like beyond 20, we were talking about this. Like, other than Miles Sanders at a certain point in the season, he he didn't throw a 26 yard pass to anyone but Deshaun. Uh, Yeah. Who else would you throw a deep ball to on this team? Name one person right now that you would throw a deep ball to. That's healthy or. Either way. Either way. I mean, there was a time where I feel like I could trust Alshon with that. Yeah. Certainly was a time. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Because that guy doesn't know what the hell he's doing. Yeah. All right, guys. Let's I mean, get let's get over this Eagles team. We we've got just a, a little over ten minutes left. Let's move on to the 76ers. All right, two game winning streak right now, T. Yes. Uh, what do you think? What do you think this team is? Who do you think this team is? That's the thing. Like this team rises up when they feel like it, and that's a, for me. That's a problem that I I seriously have. Seventeen and seven. Like you don't. So you lose against the Nuggets. You lose. In Toronto against the Raptors, but then the Raptors come here. Mm-hmm. Not only do you beat them, you beat them soundly, and then you barely beat the Cavaliers in Cleveland. I was looking a little close at the end of that Raptors game, though. Not gonna lie, I was a little worried. Yeah, I was. Oh, I was scared. I was shaking in my boots. But and then on top of that, Cleveland comes here. Not only do you beat Cleveland, but you beat them like a petulant redhead child. Oh my. And, and like, <laughs> sorry to any redheads. <laughs> sorry about that. Brutal. Yeah, kind of. Someone's chip. been watching too much. Never mind. <laughs> nah, no, I won't bring him up. I'm sorry. I'm a little irritated today. The sixth ranked overall team, T, behind I, the Clippers, Heat, Celtic, Lakers, and first place Bucks. I mean, we whipped the Heat's ass, so that's a little unfair. But you know. The other rest of the teams, yeah, I'll agree with. But mm-hmm. the Heat, we, we beat them. So I think the Heat are a little overranked. Just a little bit. The Bucks and the Lakers have only lost three times. Yeah, season. that's crazy. Well, we all well, we said that from the beginning, um, in the offseason, before the season even started, that the Bucks were gonna be a problem in the East, and that was gonna be basically our main competition. Especially since they have I don't we still don't have anybody in but, our roster. But why? Stop but why are the Bucks so good? Um, Giannis Antetokounmpo. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's a big problem. All right. You yeah. got a six foot eleven guy who can work the post, shoot the three, play defense, and yam it on your head. All right. He's what he's what he's exactly what Ben they Simmons. They got the Lopez brothers, Bledsoe. They, they do got a, a few. They got guys a nice squad. There, 
Like, he's what Ben Simmons is supposed to be. He's what we envisioned Ben Simmons yeah, being. right. Well, you know, in the beginning of uh, Giannis's career, he was just a skinny, tall guy. But now he he, he filled out, and he's a monster. Exactly. He's a mon- it, That's exactly my point, right? Like, the development. And that's what I want to see. That's honestly what I want to see out of these young Sixers players, especially uh, Ben Simmons. I want to see that development. Like, Ben Simmons only took, what, his second three of his NBA career? Seriously? Hey. Uh, Sixers are, I'll have you know, 2-0 and when Ben Simmons hits a 3. T, I'll have you know. Wow. Thank you, Chris. <laughs> Thank you, Chris, because I was just about to cue that. Like, really? Seriously? It's stupid. Hey, I'm, I'm serious. Like, I, I know you're serious, and, you know, it's a nice, cute stat to bring up, but still. Why can Joel Embiid not perform well against these Raptors? Because there's a seven foot six monster named Marcus Saul who can stop him. Okay, and last year, all right. So this year, his problem will be him and the Raptors. Uh, last year, it was Horford and the Celtics, which is crazy to me. I don't understand why Horford always gave him issues. That's why I'm glad Horford's on the team now. There's just one less problem in the East. But I don't understand that with somebody like out muscle. Well, attempts to out muscle him, like he just. He breaks down. I don't understand that. Mm-hmm. For a player that's that dominant, I don't understand when he goes up against an opposition that's just as strong as him, like he just breaks down. Embiid had 10 points, 8 rebounds, 6 assists. Yeah, I'm sorry, but Embiid has to have to be more of a contributor than that. He only shot the three once. <sighs> he has to be more of a contributor than that. Come on now. we mm-hmm. You're supposed to be one of our superstars on the squad. You can't be putting up no 10 points. I don't expect Tobias Harris to be scoring over 30 points every game. Kyle Lowry put up 26 points against us. Yeah, that's a problem. Yeah. That's a serious problem. He even had six rebounds. Oh, oh, here's another <laughs> stat. You know we're undefeated when Matisse Thibel plays more than 15 yeah, minutes? Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, that's great. Hey, I'm, I'm happy with Thibel right oh, now. Oh, I am very happy. You know what? We we haven't. We're, we're not used to this. No. We're we not, not used to seeing this. No, we are not. And you know what? We crapped on Thibel. We did. Yeah, okay. we was like, "Who is this cat?" I wanted to tie Jerome. I understand him. Yeah. Yes, okay. yes. It's all, but you know what? He's been a pleasant surprise. A pleasant surprise. Seriously, and I'm I'm so happy that we have him. Like to have a D and three player that can not only stretch the court but also play D on the other end. And he's a pretty underrated passer to say the least. Yeah, like I'm I'm seriously happy with him. I am. All right, Chris. Me. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, we still got the, the Phillies. The Phillies. Yeah, that's what I was getting oh, okay. to. Right. That's what Zach I was getting Wheeler. to. <laughs> yeah, whip did he yeah. yeah. What, what do you mean whip did he I do? Hate you. Still need one more guy, at least on would, that mount. I would definitely one more like starter. One more, so yeah. that's what I'm what saying. Is, since I did wish list for football, wish list for baseball. Which position besides starting pitcher? Because we that's that's all. That we're we're all getting that Relief. under our tree. We should. Mm. We all should get that under our tree. I agree. But which other position? Relief pitcher. Relief pitcher. Closing okay. pitcher. I'm going to say third baseman. That's what mm. I'm going to say. Okay. Anthony, look, I. Anthony Rendon Andrew, is a Too much monster. money. That's going to be a lot of money, though. Yes. I agree. But, but the, a cheaper option, Josh Donaldson. I would say, yeah, yeah. That, that That's definitely a nice stopgap for Alec Bohm. Because yeah. I mm-hmm. think Alec yeah. Bohm will be ready in two years. Got to get a player like Josh Donaldson who is, you know, he's. He's on his way out soon. Not, yeah. Uh, I would say soon. Even though he was, what, a comeback player of the year? Yeah, I believe so. Um, so, considering there's less shortstops out there, probably, right? Mm. Maybe. Cheaper. 
Yeah, I mean, um, Gene Segura did say he yeah, was yeah, willing to play. Let's move him to second base. Yeah. Um, let's get Didi to play shortstop. Yeah. Um, Josh, Josh Donaldson, <laughs> third base. Um, and, yeah, you have Kingery as a utility so, guy. So, wait a second. You're moving Segura to second, signing Didi. Mm-hmm. I don't hate that. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it'll happen. Hey, hey, yeah, well, yeah. he's got a relationship with uh, Joe Girardi, so Good we'll point. see what that goes. Good point. Yeah. It's always nice to have. Definitely, I mean, that's definitely interesting. Definitely intriguing. Um, as far as that's what I think. That's, as far as like the I'm no GM though. Remaining starting pitchers because look, I know there's all the talk about how we're in on the Rendon thing. It's not happening. But as far as starting pitchers, or the Garrett, I know or the Garrett Cole thing, Max. Oh, uh, he's Dude, going to the Yankees that, for a record that, amount of money. All right, that would be awesome because that guy doesn't know what the hell he's doing. So yes, he does, Max. Shut up. With it, would you bring an aging Madison Bumgarner here? Mm. You see, with uh, three-time World Series with Strasburg champ. off the board, signed with the Nats, seven years, two hundred forty-five mil. Um, who else are we looking at? You said Bum. Uh, uh, how, how old is Bum? Thirty. Mm. If your nickname's Bum, you got to watch out. <laughs> Dude's got three World Series. Yeah. <laughs> we know it's hard. Uh, I mean, because uh, I'm also looking to get some lefties in here. There's also Dallas Keuchel. If we, I know. Okay. Mm. Yeah. I mean, that's <laughs> You're getting more realistic. I see your point because Garrett Cole is set to get a record deal over 300 million for seven years. Yeah. yeah and Good we, lord. And we did pay a, a 330 million dollar. 13 outfield. years though. Think about that. He's only he's getting 300 plus for just seven years. <laughs> Uh, there's also Ryu from, pitcher. From he ain't even Dodgers. playing every game, T. Man, that's crazy. There's also uh, Ryu from the Dodgers. Oh yeah, he's. He, I like him. He's 32 though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So okay. I, I'm not looking to bring him here for any right. longer than four years. Um, Julio Tehran's another guy I got my my sights set on. I would like. Uh, there's definitely some good pitchers in, in free agency. Rick Porcello, uh, Ivan Nova. Wait, ah, Wade Miley. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and just to clear it up for people that don't know, we're talking about getting new infielders because Franco and Hernandez are, they, they were non tendered and they're free agents. They are yep. adios. Why, why do we still have a horrible backup catcher? Uh, it was cheap. It, it comes with having the best. It comes with having the best back. And we don't we don't have him cemented yet no. either. I think would be absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. I'm embarrassed. Yeah, I am. Looking at the free agent third baseman, I mean, other than Anthony Rendon and Josh Donaldson, there's really that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Corey Spangenberg. You gotta you, you, you gotta get one of those two though. Ryan, Chris. Ryan Healy. Chris, we have to I'm get one of those at two. Other options. Todd, I know, but that, that's Todd what Frazier. I'm saying. Todd Frazier. Uh, no, that's, yeah. that's a name that definitely intrigues me. That's a name that I heard years ago. Hmm. Yeah. That's <laughs> and haven't heard since. Once upon a time he won the home run derby. <laughs> so, so, that's true. So, so how many shortstops are out there? Uh shortstops. I can I can bring that up for you. Uh, I wonder like five seconds. Because I can't yeah. Yeah. Uh, just all I got to say is oh. you uh, not a lot. Uh, so, like you said, DD, mm-hmm. um, Jose Iglesias. Uh, okay, and I'll be honest, I don't know. Any all right, of these that, other that guys. list is ending right now. <laughs> and then, second base is there more second baseman? Uh, there has to be. Let's take a look. Cesar is out there now. You can count him. Um, <laughs> we can bring back a Struble Cabrera, uh, uh, mm. Starlin Castro, mm. Brian, Brian Dozier. 
Scooter Jeanette. Scooter. I like Scooter. Let's bring Scooter Jeanette. Uh, but let's, that, you know, what we're trying to win um, here, not just bring jerseys in. I mean, this is just, thirsty, this guy friend. isn't like an awesome starting second baseman, but he's a great utility guy. Well, now now you have Cole. to get a, yeah, I understand, but now you have to get a, a second baseman that's better than Cesar was. Yeah, Because you got rid of him. Joe Panic, Addison Russell, yeah, Travis Shaw. Uh, Travis Shaw, yeah. Hey, we we could go on about this forever. Yeah, but we sure could. Yeah. This seems to be yeah. getting to the end of our show for <sighs> the right, year, man. actually. T- I'm year. really sad because, yeah, this is it for yeah. a little while. Yeah, it is. It is. So if you guys missed any of this episode, you can always go to philly-experience.simplecast.com. We are available on all major platforms, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, and more. And as the boys announced, this is our last show of the year. So... You know, that's un- that's unfortunate and sad, but... That's not true! Yes, it is true. Yes, it is true, people. I understand. I understand. Oh, no! Yes, yes, I understand, but, you know, we need a break, too. So, but, good news. We will still be coming back in the 2020 year. So, if you guys need any updates for the show, you can always follow us on our Instagrams. Chris, your Instagram? Uh, CThack19. Tanner? Tanner Gills, Tanner G I L S. And I am at TYE underscore hood 94. Max is at Max underscore Gretz. On the Instagram, we'll be updating everybody as to when the next time we will come back and yeah. do the show. It's been a, it's been a hell of a be ride with you. Around the same time playoffs. Wild, the wild card yeah. games. Uh, around the wild card. So stay yeah. tuned. Guys, it's been a hell of a ride. It has. Man, I'm bummed out. Enjoy now. the holidays. Yes, and have a happy holidays and a happy new year to everybody that's listening. We'll see you in the next decade. Keep it safe and remember, everybody, just remember to stay thirsty, my friends. I'm not putting up with it. It's too much horse. <laughs> Quit yucking my yum. Get off the box! He needs to learn how to wrap that thing up. I'm about to whip somebody's ass. Pull your head out of your ass! You dumbass!